everyone, and welcome back to Intuitive Stardust. I am so excited to tell you this story today. Um, but before I get into that, I did want to just take a minute and um, let you know that I'm super excited. I am no longer recording on the top of my deep breeze in my basement. I'm still in my basement, but we moved some things around, shuffled some things around, and now I have a real table. <laughs> um, I was not excited about doing the work of working in the basement. I don't really know that that's something, I mean, maybe somebody does look forward to that, but I don't look forward to that. However, I will say that I am so glad I did. And now I have this little magical corner in my basement with all of the things and um, I'm in love. So before we get into, well, today's topic, I had, so I had yesterday with my friend Becky, a, um, who is a cer certified hypnotherapist. I've mentioned her before. Um, I had a soul empowering hypnosis session. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before I tell you the story, I drew a card for us and I used my Archangel Oracle card deck uh, by Diana Cooper. And you'll see why. You'll see why I chose this deck as we go on. And you'll also see how crazy, how crazy it was. I'll, 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 I'll let you know. We'll get there. Um, that this was the card that came out. So I pulled a card for us today, and it was Archangel Sandalphon. Tune into your divine potential. Bring the world into harmony. Archangel Sandalphon is known as the tall angel because his energy reaches from the center of the earth to source. He is in charge of the development of the earth star chakra, which is a ball of light below your feet. When you move into or onto the ascension ladder, your earth star is the first fifth dimensional chakra to anchor. It is the foundation for your ascended self. First, you will sense it as black and white. Then it gradually becomes iron gray and finally shimmering silver. It holds your potential and joy. Through it, you can access new spiritual technology extraterrestrial wisdom, and assistance from the angelic realms. Only when your earth star is activated can you can your stellar gateway chakra open. Archangel Sandalphon's etheric retreat is in the magical crystal cave at Lake... I'm going to try to pronounce this right. Lake... Aditlan in Guatemala, I believe that's I believe that's correct, where the Kundalini or life force of the planet is held. I want you to remember that sentence. 
Here you can access his wisdom and work with him to activate your earth star chakra. Guidance. When you receive this card, you are advised to strengthen your spiritual foundation. Call on Archangel Sandalphon to help you develop your earth star chakra and open up the higher potential of all your chakras by placing his fifth dimensional silver reflective bubble over you. Sense it around you. Also ask Archangel Sandalphon to connect you to the true notes of your divine blueprint. You may feel them resonating through the cells of your body and your energy fields, then reverberating throughout the universe. Take a moment to feel your essence chiming with the notes of everyone on earth, bringing everything into perfect harmony. So <laughs> there's some significance here. And I, when I pulled this card and I read, <laughs> I read the book, I was like floored. And in a minute, you're going to find out why. So <clears throat> hypnosis. I've talked about hypnosis before. Um, my friend Becky always um, describes it this way, which is also how her instructor described it to her. Um, hypnosis is like meditation with a goal. And I love that. I love looking at it that way because it, it gives you kind of like a, a structure and a framework to work within, but it also gives you like, gives your mind freedom to move about as well. It's not, um, for, for me and my experiences, I've had several, um, hypnosis sessions with Becky, um, at this point, and it's always such a wonderful experience and, there's always just really cool things that happen. Um, this particular type was called soul empowering hypnosis. So um, before my session, I took some time to write down some questions that I wanted to directly ask my soul. Um, and then I went ahead and gave those to Becky before the session so that she would be able to, as the, um, the facilitator, the hypnotherapist, be able to ask those questions to my soul once my soul came through. So let me see. Um, Becky, so I, the way that I understand Soul empowering hypnosis is it's a way, like I said, to um, speak with your soul directly, um, and it just kind of puts you in a state um, of peace and calm and safety, and um, but also allows your imagination to kind of just go wherever it goes. So there's more of like a, as far as I understand it, there's more of like a loose structure with soul empowering hypnosis um, because it is much more about like activating that imagery in your mind and just flowing with it and seeing where it goes. 
Um, if you are interested, I am going to share um, Becky's information in the show notes. Um, you can find her on Instagram at 360freshhypnosis or directly through um, her her link. It's like a, um, it's at 360freshhypnosis slash link tree, which I'll also put in the notes if you are not an Instagram user. Okay. So (laughs) without further ado, um, Becky took me, you know, through the steps of going into like being taken under hypnosis. Now, I, I, I do want you to know that like I was very aware the whole time. I was very engaged. It was a very active um, type of hypnosis. And I remembered everything, but also like later didn't like I, I was like, oh, wait, I forgot that happened. But I but I knew that that happened, if that makes sense. Like some of the details when I rewatched the video of the session, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so once I was under, Becky invited me to um, notice that a being had arrived with like a winged being. So it, and she was like, it was so funny. She was like going through <laughs> the list of like, it could be, a uh, a bird or an angel or a Pegasus or a butterfly, you know, some sort of winged creature, but instantly, I mean, instantly it, was an angel. And so I made sure, you know, to relay that to her that I saw an angel. And, um, when I saw the angel, the, the weirdest thing happened. It was like, as soon as I saw the angel, I realized that I also had angel wings and I was wearing like regular clothes, but I had these beautiful, giant, white, majestic angel wings, and they looked exactly like the angel that appeared in front of me. And when the angel appeared, um, it was as though we knew each other, and it was as though we hadn't, um, that we had missed one another. So we immediately embraced and were so happy to be together again. And then um, Becky asked me to, you know, ask the angel its name, and instantly the name Uriel came through. Um, I, you know, have some experience with angels and angel names, um, but it's not necessarily something that I would say is my forte. Um, I have a book um, that talks about the different... um, archangels and then of course I have the archangel deck Um, and of course you know from watching you know different tv shows and things like that but I was like okay so you know of course I relayed the message that the angel's name was Uriel Um, 
And then it was, uh, Becky asked me if the angel was male or female, which was interesting to me because I had already noticed that like the angel's energy felt masculine at first, but then it was almost like when I actually took the time to examine the energy of the angel, it was kind of like in flux between masculine and feminine. It was kind of, it was really interesting. It was more like, you know, like a balance of masculine and feminine. Um, and it was almost like it was like swirling throughout the angel's body at all times, just sort of moving. Like that's, I guess that's what I mean by like in flux. Um, and then Uriel reached out to me and, and wanted to take my hand and was very excited to take me somewhere. And then, um, Becky had also, you know, said, I, I relayed that and she said, you know, to go ahead and go with Uriel. So I took Uriel's hand and immediately we started flying together. And I remember the sky was like this beautiful, clear blue sky, but there were these puffy white clouds everywhere. And we, as we were flying, it was, um, it was just like a remembering, I guess, if that makes sense. It was like, we were so happy to be flying again together and we were having fun. We were doing like these barrel rolls and like tricks and like just enjoying it. So I stayed there for a little while and at one point I do remember looking down and I remember also relaying that it wasn't safe for me to land but I also made sure to relay that I was not afraid in any way because I, I was not. I felt very safe. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess I better keep going over this spot because that's not where I'm supposed to go. So we kept flying. And then off in the distance, I saw this um, peak of a mountain. It was like a very rocky mountain peak. But the interesting thing to me was, is that there wasn't any snow on it. It wasn't like a snow-capped mountain, but the peak was, was, it appeared at the level in the sky, which we were flying. So it was just like right there. And, um, as we got closer to the peak, I was very surprised and I remember like actually listening to the recording, I, you could hear the surprise in my voice. It was like, oh, there's a cave and it just sort of popped up and the cave was on the, the mountain peak. It was like on the side of the mountain and um, Uriel, Uriel and I landed on like a ledge outside of the cave And without any kind of communication, we both knew that that was where we were going to um, go our separate ways. So we said goodbye and Uriel flew away. And it was like I was supposed to go into this cave alone. So um, I ended up 
going um, into the cave. And right away, I saw, <laughs> of course, these beautiful crystal clusters growing on the walls and the ceiling. They were sort of like white, but they were also sort of transparent. Um, I wasn't really able to place what they were at first, but I did know that they weren't clear quartz. Um, the shape was much um, different than clear quartz, and it was thinner and smaller, um, like individual crystal structures. Um, and I also had this feeling that this cave was a special place. Um, so it was like a place where knowledge was stored, but it was also a place to bring new knowledge. Um, and that's why I said, make sure that you take note of the card that I pulled for us, um, talking about <laughs> Archangel Sandal Fawn's etheric retreat is in the magical crystal cave at Lake Atedlan, Atedlan in Guatemala. Um, there's also a little bit of significance there too with the kundalini um, or life force of the planet. I'm actually embarking on a journey with Kundalini Reiki, but that is for another episode. I just thought that was interesting. Um, so as I'm like looking at these beautiful crystals and examining them, I realized that there's a, like an orangish yellow, like orange yellow glow at the back of the cave. And then I sort of, you know, turned my attention to that and I realized that there was a sort of like space carved out of the cave wall and floor um, where you could sit. And then in front of that, there was sort of a space carved out that created like a table or desk type area. Um, on top of the table area was a white like pillar candle and it was lit um there was an inkwell there was a feather pen and there was a piece of some kind of paper I don't know if it was like a scroll or parchment or something it wasn't like regular computer paper or anything um and there was also a fire on the floor, like the cave floor, there was a fire burning, which I think is really where that orange yellow glow came from. And I just remember it felt so warm and safe and cozy and inviting. It was like, I just wanted to stay there and just soak it all in. Um, and so with the pen, the feather pen and the ink, I, I felt like I was supposed to write something, but I didn't know what. And I did relay that to Becky. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be writing something, but I don't know what. So, um, she took that opportunity to guide me towards my soul. 
and she invited me to allow my soul to take over my vocal cords. So I, and when she said that, I remember it kind of struck me too, because not long ago I had had a dream about um, the throat chakra symbol. And it was really interesting in the dream because the dream like I was sh in the dream, I was shown the symbol for the throat chakra, but it was much more intricate and detailed than the symbol that we currently use. That, that was the entirety of the dream that I remembered. Um, so it sort of was like, oh, you know, when she was like, invite your soul to borrow your vocal cords. Um, so I did. And, um, Becky said, um, she, Becky asked my soul to say hi once the process was complete of me inviting. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time, but afterwards, after speaking with Becky after the session, as well as watching the video, my voice noticeably changed. Um, it was much more, um, confident, much more, it was, of course it was still my voice, but it was, the tone was different. It was like very confident, very clear. Um, so I don't know. It was just, it was interesting. I later found out that in that moment, <laughs> um, Becky actually got chills. Um, when my voice was different, which is, in my opinion, really cool. Um, so I, you know, this is the point when um, Becky was able to use the questions that I had compiled and start going through them with my soul and seeing what the answers were. With Becky's permission, I actually have a little clip that I wanted to share with you of my soul speaking through my vocal cords. I know that sounds really weird, um, but it was really cool, and I wanted to share it with you. The sound quality is, like, okay. Um, I was trying really hard to record it while, um, you know, my house was sort of creaking, like the duct work was <laughs> creaking and popping and what have you. So just keep that in mind um, when you hear it. So here is my soul speaking. It's like combining lifetimes and history and the present and the future and how it's all happening at once. And it gets revealed in puzzle pieces because each puzzle piece helps you understand the next.
this goes for everyone, not just Anne. Mm-hmm. The big picture is too big to understand without the steps leading to it. Mm -hmm. The puzzle pieces are experiences and revelations and lessons to help move forward. So that was my soul speaking through my vocal cords. Um, it was a really interesting experience um, to feel as though I was willingly taking a back seat and just letting these words sort of come through me as opposed to from me. Does that make sense? Um, it was really interesting. I mean, obviously, it was my soul, so I guess it was from me or at least from a part of me. <laughs> um, but it was also interesting, too, because once I was listening to the recording once I regained control, so to speak, of my vocal cords, um, my voice changed again. It changed back, which I thought, like the tone, which I thought was really interesting as well. Um, and I felt compelled, like I was supposed to use the scroll or parchment or whatever was in the cave to document the information that I had gathered. So I, of course, on my own, sat down with the recording and, and listened and had my questions in front of me and took notes. Um, a lot of the questions that I asked were more personal type things. Um, <clears throat> not that not that I wouldn't share that, but I felt like the clip that I chose to share with you was important because there was like, this goes for everyone, not just Anne. <laughs> um, so um, Becky then led me, guided me to, you know, showing gratitude for all whom assisted me in that hypnosis, um, which I, which I did. And, um, I remember sort of seeing all of the different parts and all of the different pieces, um, sort of turn into this kind of golden light and sort of like swirl around me in this like bubble, which was really cool. Um, and then she went ahead and, you know, went through the steps of bringing me back out of hypnosis. And I also thought, oh, oh, wait, before that happened, I forgot. Um, it was also before the, before the golden light, the, the crystals, I, I, I actually said, 
in the session, I actually said, I'm, I'm going to tell the crystals goodbye. <laughs> uh, shocking, right? So I, I did. I told the crystals goodbye, and I had a revelation of what kind of crystals they were. Um, and I did actually verbalize that in, in the session. I said that they were um, scolocyte. And I have mentioned that before. Um, I have a scolocyte palm, and what's really interesting to me is I've always said that the the detail of the palm that I have looks like a wing or an angel wing. So I will, on my stories, I will share a picture of my scolocyte palm, um, and so that hopefully you can see sort of the pattern that um, is created with the veins of the crystal. Um, later, I, um, after, you know, of course, after the hypnosis, it was really interesting too, because once I came out, I was like, the first thing I said was, was that an hour? Like, it felt like it went by so fast. Um, of course, when I listened, when I went back and I listened to the whole thing, it was definitely an hour, but time was just very different um, when I was under hypnosis than when I was watching the recording. So I decided, of course, to look up the re-look up the um, energies and, and uses for scolocyte. Um, and so scolocyte is also referred to as the stone of inner peace. Um, it definitely has a very calming energy to it. And it's also been referred to as the stone of dreaming. Um, I actually do use my school site um, sometimes before I go to sleep if I, you know, would like to have dreams or remember my dreams. Um, and it's also said to, you know, assist in more vivid dreams or even lucid dreaming. Um, it unlocks the third eye chakra, and but it can also um, unlock the heart, and it works mostly with the third eye and the crown. Um, I have seen it before in peach, like with peach coloring, but mine is white, and the ones that I saw in the cave were also white, white slash, you know, transparent. Um, then I also thought, wait a minute. So if Archangel Uriel was the one that appeared in this hypnosis, is Archangel Uriel in my Archangel Oracle deck. So I went and I looked, and yes, <laughs> Archangel Uriel is. So I wanted to just share with you what the guidebook says about Archangel Uriel. Archangel Uriel, come into harmony and balance Use your power for peace. Archangel Uriel is an angel of peace, radiating a deep gold that holds ineffable wisdom. 
thought both of those things were interesting because I saw the golden light surround me. I saw the golden light from the fire. Um, and I also thought it was interesting about the ineffable wisdom with that cave being like a place for knowledge and a place to also bring new knowledge. He also works on the ruby ray, which enables people to hold power with wisdom and communicate it to others, which I also thought was compelling because I felt as though I had to document what happened um, in the cave. His etheric retreat is above the Tatra Mountains, mountains, I, I don't know if I said that right, in Poland, and he, um, and he oversees Africa. He is in charge of the development of the solar plexus chakra, which I also thought was interesting because of all of the golden colors in the hypnosis. Um, solar plexus is yellow and holds our personal power. Um, a huge psychic center at, that was once programmed to keep people safe by watching out for danger. He is now reprogramming it to seek out love and ancient wisdom. There's wisdom again. <laughs> um, Archangel Uriel envisions the freedom and happiness of humanity and works. This, this word is always hard for me. In indefinitely, I don't know what this word is. I'm so sorry. Um, to dissolve anything that prevents this. If your aim is harmony and balance, he will help you to understand and release all that is outmoded within you. Guidance. Choosing this card suggests you are ready to come into harmony and balance. Call on Archangel Uriel to help your inner wisdom emerge and guide you through any challenges or situations presented to you. You are reminded that when wisdom is your guide, the outcome will always be for the highest good and you will feel totally safe and secure which also struck me because I, anytime I do a hypnosis with Becky, I always feel totally safe and secure. Um, she does a really wonderful, magical job of facilitating that safety and security. Um, let's see, where was I at? This card also suggests it is time to be a peace ambassador so examine situations from an enlightened perspective. This will enable your light to become peaceful and golden. <laughs> golden again. Archangel Uriel, whoops, I just hit my table. Archangel Uriel commands a host of peace angels. Because of free will, they need humans to direct them. So send them to soothe people and situations everywhere. You can also send your golden peace light out into the universe. So, I just thought that that was interesting afterwards. Like, I really, honestly, I don't use my Archangel deck very often. And the la I can't really remember the last time I used it. And um, 
it was just very interesting between Archangel Sandalphon as well as Archangel Uriel, um, the things that I read um, and how there were many correlations um, in within my hypnosis. And of course, I read those things after the hypnosis. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I love hypnosis. I really enjoy hypnosis. I feel like it is a way to to quiet the mind, to calm the mind, to sort of slow the mind, but not place limitations on it. Um, and so that's why I really love how Becky and her mentor also describe it as meditation with a goal. So if you're someone who is like I was uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, who was always fascinated by the concept of meditation, but just like never really knew how to do it or always felt like I was doing it wrong or <laughs> random thoughts would just pop into my mind. Um, hypnosis is a really cool way to sort of get into that. Um, and it can just stay there with hypnosis or it can also, um, evolve into, you know, self-hypnosis, hypnosis recordings, or eventually even just meditation. I feel like um, it's all about, it's a tool, and it's a, it's using that tool and practicing with that tool um, until some other tool evolves or comes into your path or Maybe you, you know, stay with it. It, it Everyone is different. Um, but like I said, I, I really feel as though hypnosis would is something that is, I don't know, it's just so magical. And I really recommend everyone at least trying it sometime. Um, I am going to start working with an app. Um, the app itself was free, um, but it's very limited to the types of um, hypnoses that you can use. These are, of course, recordings. I'm going to try it out um, and see how I like it. And then, of course, if I really enjoy it, then there is a paid option to have access to um, a lot more content. So I will, if anyone's curious about that, um, you know, definitely reach out to me. I can let you know what I've tried. Um, and who knows, maybe, maybe there will be another um, episode about hypnosis and the things that I have experienced through it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time to connect with me here. And um, let me know if you, you know, I if you want to reach out, I you can find me on Instagram at intuitive underscore stardust. 
um, feel free to message me if you have any questions or if you um, would like to know more about hypnosis. Um, I can direct you to my friend Becky at 360freshhypnosis on Instagram. And like I said, I'll share Becky's um, information in the notes so that you can um, access her information directly. Um, I hope you all have a beautiful morning, day, evening, night, whatever time, whatever day you're listening to this episode, and I will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.